Are you ready? It's time for the Hammered Sports Podcast. You heard it. It is time for the Hammered Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Gray, here with my co-host, Tom Abbey. Hey, everyone. Kicking off following a... Wednesday afternoon at 3.40 p.m. NFL game. I never really thought I'd get to see Wednesday afternoon NFL. Real strange world we got going on. Sure is. And speaking of real strange, God, last week sucked. Yeah. Took a thumping. Uh, Did I go 0-6? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. I don't know the last time that I could have done that. I think it was the first time in the... I mean, the history of the podcast. At least. Yeah, and the funny thing is, I didn't do poorly wagering on the weekend with my date game day wagers. So it's like, if you get your ass kicked on all your predictions that you made on the podcast, and then you're still even at the end of the weekend, it's a weird like, feeling. Why was I not sending out tweets all weekend with <laughs> the picks that I was making? Which I think is going to have to be my strategy here moving forward to try and. You know, let you guys know this isn't fake. <laughs> we are having success in, in areas, but you know, coming off what a five and one week, I bounce back with an zero and six week. So, you know, the scales of justice or whatever you want to say. Yeah, you got to even it out a little bit. I followed up my three and three week with a three and two because you know, USC doesn't play games very often anymore. Yeah. So, uh, what was your big win of the weekend? What was your Tennessee money line? Yeah, plus one seventy. Yeah. Took care of the Colts in pretty easy fashion it ended up being, so... And we've given out a Moneyline winner, like, every week between the two of us. It seems that way, yeah. Yeah, so... I, I've got an, I've got a Moneyline pick that I really like this week that I'm excited I was about. Just telling, so. I also have a Moneyline pick. Mine's in college. Yeah, mine's in the NFL. Perfect. And uh, I think it should be... Should be... I, I feel really good about this situation, <laughs> so... Um, Let's jump right in, Tom. Uh, let's talk about the results from last weekend a little bit. Um, not necessarily with our wagering, but you know what we saw in the NFL, what we saw in college. Uh, Notre Dame with a big win in the college world, Tom. Yeah, they're uh, they're still doing well, looking good, looking like a potentially playoff bound team. I don't get too excited, but definitely seems trending that way. Yeah, I mean it. Things look really strong for them right now, so you, you got to be happy with where they're at, right? I mean, yeah. this is—it's a weird season. Everybody knows that. It's—we don't know exactly what's going to happen, but hey, the the college football playoff is the college football playoff, right? Absolutely. Uh, a couple. I mean, the the thing about this college football season is there's not a lot of undefeated teams. Um, you know. Realistically, there. I mean, you got Alabama and Notre Dame up top, and then Ohio State. Ohio State, but they only have a couple victories. That I'm not even sure if they're going to get enough games in. Yeah, they they might not even qualify. So, you know, it could be very interesting to see how that shakes out. Cincinnati's at eight and zero, but are they going to get the respect? BYU. BYU's a lot of fun. I would I'd put them in if I was them just to see it. See, let them play. Yeah. I mean, do I want to? A two-loss SEC team or a, a one-loss ACC team? No, let's let let these undefeated guys go at it and see what they can do. I read a scenario where what was it? Notre Dame loses to Clemson. Yeah. Florida beats Alabama, and Ohio State runs the table, 
Who are you putting in? Yeah, it's a, it's a really good point because at that point, who's Ohio State beating that's any good? Right. Indiana? That's it. Right, but they it's like you got to put them in, right? But now... But do you? But now <laughs> Clemson's come back and avenged their only loss. Alabama, everybody, it's their consensus that they belong in. Florida has their one loss, and they, they bounce back and win the SEC and beat Alabama. And Notre Dame. And, and Notre Dame's going to have Clemson. one beat them and then lose to them. <laughs> yeah. Who do you put in? It's like that scenario is not really that far-fetched at all. Some of these are, are really far-fetched scenarios at times. But Florida can throw the ball, and Alabama's defense is shown to be vulnerable at times. Yeah, I think the big problem Ohio State will have, they'll have to win big on, on some of these games because their only games left are Michigan State and Michigan, and both of them are awful. Yeah. Other wins, Rutgers, Penn State team that, you know, at the beginning of the year we thought would be good, not any good. The Indiana game was close. Was close, and now Indiana is going to struggle here. Their quarterback's out. They lose Penix, yeah. So that, that's going to make them their strength of schedule even worse. And Nebraska. Yeah. Yuck. Yeah. Uh, maybe they should put Coastal Carolina in. Well, <laughs> we'll get to that. This is going to, you know, that's going to be a fun game this weekend, game day, heading down to... Uh, yeah, it's, on, it's on my board. Is it on your board? It's on my board. Yeah. Uh, you've heard that Malik Willis, the quarterback for Liberty, is uh, potentially out with COVID, right? No. That tells me that you may be on the side of Liberty here. And <laughs> um, it's just echoes. I read it on Twitter today that Malik Willis may be out with COVID-related issues. Yeah, he's apparently awaiting a second test. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's really just threw a wrench in Tom's world right there. I'm glad we had this little chat prior to the start <laughs> of the picks. <laughs> uh, but, you know, some of the other things. What, I mean, Northwestern beats Wisconsin, 5-0, and on cruise control. Yeah. and then, You know, everybody's thinking, hey, Ohio State-Northwestern could be a good matchup in the in the Big, Tw- Big Ten championship game. And then they lose to Michigan State. Michigan State has pulled off a couple of wins and... They stink. They do They're stink. not good. Uh, I think the consensus is everyone except for Ohio State in the Big Ten is awful this year. It seems like it. I think part of it is their their practice policy and all that stuff yeah. really kind of hampered any kind of growth and development of any of these teams before. I think Wisconsin really is the second best team yeah. in that conference, but they, you know they laid an egg in the Northwestern game. Uh, you know, and all credit due to Northwestern, they play teams like Wisconsin very tough. Yeah. Other teams that like to run the ball, I love betting on Northwestern in those games, those grinded-out style games. I think that Northwestern can be exposed a little bit defensively when you when you spread them out and get athletes on the field. Yeah. Um, but when you are when you go into a grinded-out, heads-up style game, Pat Fitzgerald is great at coaching those games. Um, I don't really want to talk about the Iron Bowl too much. Yeah, me neither. 42-13, it was over. Uh, just a few minutes into the game, and disappointing. And I, the only thing I'll say is I hope that Auburn decides to eat the rest of Gus Malzahn's contract and move in a new direction. I think it's time to to pursue something else. Um, the school recruits too well and should be more competitive every year than they are. Aside from pulling out the, you know, one-off victories against Alabama. 
You know, the thing is, you let him stick around next year, and you get Alabama at home, and he pulls that one off again, and now we get another year. How long can this really go on without being competitive for the playoff? And I think we'd be uh, really selling our whole life short if we didn't talk about the UB Bulls. Oh, my. And specifically Jarrett Patterson. Oh, my. What was what were the final numbers, Tom? Uh, 409 yards rushing for in eight touchdowns. 409, eight touchdowns. This week, I... One I, game. <laughs> yeah, this weekend, I heard that if he rushes for, I think it's 229, mm-hmm. he'll break the all-time three-game record set by Barry Sanders. <laughs> he's in really good company with some of the numbers he's putting up right now. Yeah. Ricky Williams is the last person to rush for 300 yards in back-to-back games. Um, only Barry Sanders, Ricky Williams, and Jarrett Patterson have ever done that now. He has 920 yards and 16 touchdowns on the season in four games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's averaging, He's averaging over 200, 200 yards per yards game. And, and two touchdowns a game. It, it, four, oh, touchdowns. four touchdowns yeah. a game, yeah. 200 yards and four, 220 some yards and four touchdowns a game. Have like, a season, son. <laughs> no kidding. Lance Leipold, great job getting, uh, getting those boys from Maryland. Yeah. Um, you know. Vanderbilt fires Derek Mason as their head coach. Uh, there's talk. A lot of people out there saying, get a triple option guy. Hire one of the triple option guys. Bring in Ken Niamatololo or, you know, someone like that. Create a different look for these SEC teams that they don't see every week because you're not competing with athletes on the field. Well, James Franklin did compete with athletes on the field. You know, he won six, six seven, eight games there. And... I love the triple option as much as the next guy, yep. but I think the athletes in the SEC are so dominant that you, you'd have to hope that you can trick them and, and screw up their eye discipline, which you would with some of the SEC teams, but the good ones would, would know how to handle it. and yeah. you, You'd get a lot of shutdown games where you don't score at all. That's why you don't see Alabama playing Navy or Alabama playing Air Force. Uh, it's just not a... First of all, they don't want the cut blocks... No, you know that so they don't sign up for those games. As a Notre Dame fan, I always worry about the Navy game. Yes, sometimes Navy pulls off the upset, which is scary. But that's not even what you're really scared about. You're worried about these guys cutting all your very good pass rushers. Your pass rushers playing a different game. I almost think they should have a backup set of DNs in the whole time, who just every year just plan, just practice defending the option. And. um, Another great game over the weekend. Oregon State pulling the upset against Oregon. Yeah. Jamar Jefferson, 29 carries for 226 and two touchdowns. Most weeks that'd be good for being the best running back <laughs> yeah. performance of the week. Not even close. Not even close <laughs> this week. Uh, they did lose their quarterback, I guess, late in the game with a soft tissue injury of some sort. Um, so I liked Oregon State and what they're putting together there but I'm a little concerned now because I don't know what the backup quarterback brings to the table. They were one of the games I was looking at this week. Um, I think they're plus 11 uh, playing Utah, I'm pretty sure. Um, But, yeah, so it was a fun week of college football, though. You know, there was a lot of games over a lot of days, and it should be another good weekend this weekend ahead. Um, Would any games stand out to you coming up this week, Tom? Uh, I think a couple games. uh, Let me start here. Indiana and Wisconsin should be a lot of fun. We did talk. Indiana's quarterback is out, but I think those two teams going up against each other should be interesting. 
It really stinks that uh, Alabama LSU is this weekend, and it doesn't matter because LSU's so not bad. Good. Yeah. yeah, like normally you'd see that game and be like, "Oh wow, can't wait, must watch TV." And that's the problem with this season. As I'm looking through, there's woof. Yeah, there's just big numbers and blowouts and. Yeah. UNC is a 50-point favorite this weekend. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's like Stanford, Washington. You know, I'm trying to look out west and see if there's anything. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I think West Virginia can give Iowa State a game, potentially, um, because Iowa State's coming off that big victory last weekend that basically has all but assured them a seat in the Big 12 title game. Yeah. And I think that there could be a little bit of a letdown spot here. West Virginia's defense is pretty good. So I think that game could be tighter than people expect. So that one might be worth watching 3.30 on Saturday. I, I mean, I'm a little interested in the Oklahoma State-TCU game just because I think Oak State is really a solid football team. I was on them at the beginning of the year, and I'm, I, I want to see them keep winning and maybe see what they end up in a bowl game kind of scenario. And our Big 12 preview podcast, I had uh, Iowa State winning the Big 12 this year. Which, I had uh, Oak State, yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm pretty excited to see that Iowa State's going to be in the the Big Twelve title game here with uh, with some of those victories they've had this season. They're a pretty good team. I'm really disappointed they suffered that early season loss that to Louisiana right out of the gate. Um, this team could have been in the discussion for yeah bigger things. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's when you look back at it, it's such a weird result in that game. Yeah. Yeah, so, all right, let's move on to our picks for the week, uh, Tom, in the college world. Um, you know, and I'll jump right in if you don't mind, Tom. I'll go ahead. I'm still trying to find one to replace Liberty. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Rutgers plus 10.5 against Penn State. Uh, Rutgers is improving, you know, no way to, to get around it. They're getting better with Greg Schiano there. Um, Penn State got the big win last week. I think this could be a letdown spot for them. You know, they didn't want to get, they weren't going to stay, they weren't going to be content going winless on the season, that's for sure. And if they hadn't had a win yet, they may come in here angry and and trying to take out their fat frustrations on Rutgers. So I think the combination of Penn State not being very good, Rutgers getting better, and Penn State coming off a big win, fat and happy, coming in here this week. Uh, give me Rutgers plus ten and a half. I like it. I like it. Let's take a look here. I'm my first one. I can go with this one still. I'm taking Boston College here. They're plus six and a half this week at Virginia. Uh, as I'm looking at it, Boston College six and four. Virginia's four and four. Boston College's previous four losses are all against ranked teams. Virginia is not a ranked team. Boston College has lost by four to North Carolina. Got blown out in Blacksburg. Uh, lost a close one to, at Clemson. And then lost to Notre Dame by two scores. That's their losses. That's it. Yeah. Uh, you have, a, again, a couple road games and all against ranked teams. And Virginia has been such an up-and-down team. Give me Boston College plus the six and a half. Yeah, that one makes a lot of sense to me there, too, so... I think that that fits well with, you know, the level of competition they've played has been pretty good. And Maryland, and Michigan's canceled. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you have another one ready, Tom? Do you got one on the tee? Yeah, one moment here. 
If not, I can go ahead. I just lost it. I'm actually going to go with whiskey. I'm going to take Wisconsin. Um, with minus the 14. Minus the 14. I got them to, to cover against Indiana. Indiana's going to be bringing in the new quarterback. Wisconsin's trying to prove a point here. Um, I think they're going to really unleash the, the Kraken on them and at home kind of run up the score a little bit. Uh, it's going to be tough to replace uh, Phoenix. Phoenix, like, yeah. He, like, he did everything for them on offense. Buying time, making big throws down the field, running the ball. So I, I think it's going to be really hard for them to replace them. And against a team as good as, good as Wisconsin with that defense, uh, give me Wisconsin. All right. I got a couple here for you. Uh, again, looking at the letdown spot situation here, I'm going to take Syracuse plus 33.5 against Notre Dame. Uh, Notre Dame doesn't need margin. All they need to do is win the football game. Uh, the one thing that Syracuse does well is defend the pass on the on defense. Um, I'm a little concerned about Notre Dame being able to just run the ball up and down the field, but you know that that's very concerning. If Syracuse can avoid turning it over, um, I think they can hang within the 33 and a half. I think it's very possible that this game ends up, you know, 45 to 20. You know, yeah, something like that. It, such a big margin to try to cover 45 17 it's such a huge margin and and i don't know that notre dame is going to be giving their a effort this weekend yeah normally when you're running the ball that much it grinds the clock out yeah so you know even even if they run the ball that well they're probably not going to hang 40 50 on them more to come on that in our nfl talk (laughs) Uh, my final pick of the week i'm going to take the gators minus 18 against tennessee a struggling volunteers team Florida's out to prove a point. Just the the opposite situation. They do need margin. Yes. They need to blast everyone. Uh, you know that they've got the Kyles, uh, Trask, <laughs> and Pitts tossing it around. Um, I think that Tennessee is going to have a really hard time keeping up in this game. Florida seems to be playing better defensively as well now. So give me the Gators to lay the wood to Tennessee. Um, Dan Mullen will not take his foot off the gas in this game. I like it. My last pick, I'm going to go with Oklahoma State, giving up the two and a half. Uh, this one was one I was considering earlier, crossed off my list because I, I like the uh, under in the Michigan-Maryland game more, but with Michigan-Maryland off the board, let me put Oak State back on there. Minus the two and a half, I think they're a much better team than TCU, just on the road. Makes me a little nervous. TCU can play a little bit of defense still. Yeah. Uh, but I think Oak State has enough uh, firepower to get over the two and a half yeah. points, right? Yeah. All right. Let's move on to some NFL conversation, Tom, and let's do a, a little recap about what we saw in the NFL last week. Um, you know, last week just ended about three hours ago here, so <laughs> yeah, seriously. it's definitely weird. Um, Speaking of weird... Atlanta 43, Las Vegas 6. What in the holy hell happened? 43-6, and they just, got, they just got run out of the building from yeah. the jump. It wasn't, there was never any doubt what was happening there. So, um, I don't know. I was talking about this with a buddy earlier today. I'm not sure if Vegas is a fake good team. I know. 
Um, they have that win over Kansas City earlier this year, but I think that some of the it's divisional stuff. You know what I mean? You you have the familiarity of playing these teams in division. What the uh, John Gruden's an experienced guy. The only other good win on their schedule that I saw was that Saints win. They beat the um, Saints. They beat the Browns. Yeah, the, I, the Browns are another fake good team. I think you know mm-hmm. that if you look back at what the Browns have been doing, they, they're beating bad football teams, and that's all they've done the, all year. The thing with the Raiders that's weird is you have the nice wins against the Saints. You have a nice win at Kansas City. You have a nice win at Cleveland, but then you have some. Just head scratching losses. Yeah. With this one to Atlanta, and then some of their losses you get, they get blown out by Tampa Bay. Yeah. They lose to at New England, where now we know New England's not very good. Um, the other loss is a close one to Buffalo. I mean, it, it, they're just all that over game the wasn't as close as that score though. No, it no, it wasn't. Like, the Bills were ahead in the short in control. League. It seemed like for the majority of that game. But yeah, it's just it's weird. And then the second time they play Kansas City. It's a boat race, 35-31. They weren't out yeah. of that game. Like, uh, It just seems like they they have weeks where they're just not in it. Yeah. Um, it's not good to have that either. You know, No, not a come playoff. To thing. get completely rolled by an Atlanta team like that is uh, puzzling. I think Atlanta's a little better than their record, and Raheem Morris has that team playing some football now. Yeah. But um, I think it's too little too late down in Atlanta. But... It, Vegas is weird. They yeah. remind me of the year the Bills first made the playoffs with McDermott, where they're beating the bad teams, um, had a couple nice wins against some good, a couple good teams, but then their other games they were getting destroyed. Yeah, they got blown out by like forty against Baltimore. Yeah, like they, but they made the playoffs. They were able to get in. Right, and then you had the Patriots getting the win against the Cardinals Ugh. last weekend, um, keeping their playoff hopes alive. Uh, the Browns hanging on to beat the Jaguars. This is what I mean about the Browns, man. They're, yeah, they're, I know. They're, they're 8 3, though. You know, they lose to Vegas at home. They barely, they win 10 7 against Houston. They, you know, it, it's it's ugly screw, every week. Screw the AFC North for getting to play the NFC East this year. That's uh, what it is. Yeah. And, um, you know, the Saints Broncos game was weird, obviously, with the. All the quarterbacks with COVID issues <laughs> yeah. in Denver. Uh, there's a couple big games. I mean, Tennessee with a very big win against Indy. Oh, that I have to talk about this a little bit. How if you had Philadelphia plus six and a half oh, yeah. like I did the other night, you get a hail mary touchdown on a deflection. <laughs> Going to kick the extra point and lose by seven. Nope, Doug Peterson. His they say that the. Numbers tell you if you're down by 14 and you score a touchdown, you should go for two. That's what their evaluations say. These are what the numbers weirdos yeah. say, right? So he goes for two and they make it easily. Seattle doesn't care if they, yeah. you know, they're just going to recover the onside kick and end the game anyway. But are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, that is like the miracle of miracle backdoor covers. If you're on the other side, you hate life. Oh, yeah. How about the, the, Seahawks better that had 500k on the Seahawks minus six and a half had to be losing his mind. Dave Portnoy from Barstool, yeah. he was losing his shit. Yeah, he's like, "What are we doing? Going for two here? What are we doing?" <laughs> he he did like a live periscope. Yeah. <laughs> it was hilarious. So, uh, yeah, it was a really interesting week though. Like, oh, we got to talk a little about the Titans just rolling Indianapolis yeah, in Indy. 
You know, yeah. that, it, I mean, it, it wasn't even that it was a well-contested, you know, hard-fought no, victory. It was 35-14 at halftime. Yeah. They were, they were taking it to them. Very impressive. 38-14 at the end of the third quarter, if you want to yeah. pile that on. Buffalo handled their business against the Chargers. Um, the 49ers with a bit of an upset on the Rams. Yeah, I liked that matchup all week. I wish I had given it out on the pot. I was all over it game day. 49ers just match up well with their Rams team, and the 49ers are starting it healthy. I saw that. Uh, it's not good news for Tom, yeah. <laughs> um, so, and the Chiefs, they end up holding on against the Bucks, but that game yeah. got tight late. Yeah, they got off to a huge lead. Up 17 nothing right off the jump, really. Um, yeah. Tyreek Hill had, what, 200-plus yards in the first quarter? Yeah receiving so um, somehow Tampa settled down and got back in that game um, but the Chiefs held on and got the win so um, let's move on to our NFL picks this week Tom and and see what we've got yeah let me get us started here yeah uh, my first pick of the week I'm, I'm laying a, a very large number for NFL for me I don't like to lay big numbers but give me the Packers minus nine against Philadelphia this Philadelphia team is just really, really bad. I think things are just progressively getting worse. I know their defense is pretty good, but the one thing about the Packers is they have a balanced offense. They throw the ball. They run the ball. They're great in the red zone. And that defense is going to get after Carson turnover wins. Yeah. It's going to yeah, I'm Packers minus nine in, in Green Bay. All right. Um, my first pick of the week is my best bet of the week. And it's on a total. And that total is Cleveland, Tennessee under 54. These two teams like to run the football. The clock keeps moving when you run the yeah. football. It's going to be tick, 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 tick. First half's over. Holy crap, how did that happen? It's 17-10. All right. Now, I don't even know how good Cleveland can be. My biggest concern is that Baker Mayfield throws pick sixes or something in the game. Um, if Tennessee gets up on them. But both teams are going to be stacking the box to stop the run. And Miles Garrett returns this week. will create more pass rush for, for Cleveland. I'm I'm a big fan of Cleveland, Tennessee under 54. I I don't see it with the clock moving as much as it's going to move in this game. Yeah, no, I like it. That they can get to 54. Yeah, unless there's some crazy big plays. Yeah. Uh, I don't see how it gets there either. Just got to avoid those explosion runs, you know, and just, you know, give up the four or five yards of carry that you expect to give up. March the ball methodically both ways. And, you know, before you know it, that first quarter's over and it's only 7 nothing. You know, that that's the kind of thing that happens in these games. So, um, yeah, Cleveland, Tennessee under 54, best bet. Uh, my second pick of the week, I'm going to give you my money line play of the week. Uh, the Detroit Lions, plus 140. Um, ding dong, the witch is dead. Matt Patricia fired. Um, <laughs> and they did not seem um, unhappy about it in Detroit. A lot of players liking the tweet of the team dismissing him and a lot th- of players speaking out this, right away. This tells me that you will see the head coach bounce. The the When you fire the coach, the next week the team comes out and rip that. Not to mention... Detroit was rolling Chicago earlier this year, yeah. and they played a terrible fourth quarter, gave up 21 straight points, and lose the game. Detroit money line plus 140, the steal of the week. 
I'm going to hammer it. it it's yeah. it's my favorite play. I think they're going to – and the Bears – I mean, we can not talk about the Bears. They're not very good. They can't throw the ball. Mitch Trubisky makes more mistakes than Foles does. Or, you know, it doesn't matter who's back there. Neither of them are any good. Right, right. Uh, I, I love Detroit in this spot. I think that they're going to be excited to have Matt Patricia out of that room. Um, I was looking at what they have – is much suspected to be a Matt Patricia burner account today. Yeah, you're I, Saw something about this, yeah. Oh, man. Some of the stuff. He, he's tweeting stuff like, um, you know, Matt Stafford's uncoachable, you know, and things like, you know, <laughs> Dar- making fun of Darius Slay giving up touchdowns last night or Monday oh, night. Like, it was, people are very sure that this is uh, Matt Patricia's burner account. His name is Matthew Edward Patricia, and uh, this account is... Eddie Lions fan or something like that. It's just ridiculous that people do this. If you have the yeah. cojones to say it, say it first of all. Yeah. But I, the funny thing about Patricia is like he's got the attitude and uh, crap of a Belichick without the winning and success. Right. So you can tolerate that kind of crap when you guys are winning and that things are yeah. great. But if you're not winning, you don't want to deal with someone like that. The guy sounds like he was just an asshole. I guess he said. To Ashawn Robinson that he'd end his career. Yeah. And Ashawn Robinson's like, oh yeah, I guess they had something else planned for you. Yeah, yeah. You know, all these guys were coming at him. I'll he was your not career. popular. Who, who says that to a player? I'll end your career. Unbelievable. That's why I just see a huge bounce out of this team. They're going to have a huge bounce in their step. They're going to be excited to come out, and I think they're going to beat the Bears silly. Yeah, I like it. I'm going to go with a team I just got to watch really closely. And take the Chargers. Right now, it's currently a pick 'em. I'm going to take the Chargers right now. We'll, we'll see what it gets to on game time. It seems like uh, the, the, the money's split a little bit on this game currently. We'll see if it, it moves a little bit. I won't probably bet it until Sunday cause I'm hoping it moves a little bit to New England side so I can get a point or two. Yeah. But the Chargers are really good. They throw the ball, they're running the ball. Eckler looked great in his return. I like what they can do, and I love the way they get after the quarterback. Joey Bosa was an animal in Buffalo. Yeah. Three sacks, forced fumble. Like, he was all over the place. Uh, let him run down whoever's back there for New England. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be really entertaining to watch. I, I actually am, I, I plan on keeping an eye on that game, yeah. no doubt. So, um, what else My you got? My last game for the NFL, I'm taking Houston on the money line. To beat the Colts in Houston. Houston's owned the Colts in the last few years. This is a team that's gotten healthy, better. I know Will Fuller's out because he can't stop doing PEDs. But this team. And they let Kenny Stills go. Yeah. I'm concerned about who they're going to throw it to. The, the, Kiki not, QT and. Yeah, it's not even going to matter. And uh, they're going to get after Rivers. The, this Colts team, if you look at their, their trends. Their yards per game the last six weeks, even with some wins against the Packers and the first one against the Titans, they're it's dramatically down from the beginning of the season. They're they've gone from being a, a solid team to everything's um, to middle or back of the pack. Every yarded stat, offense, defense, you can find. They are just trending backwards. Yeah. Well, I, it wouldn't shock me. Um, I'll say that my only, like I said, my only concern is the. The lack of weapons, you know, it'll be Brandon Cooks and, and Kiki QT yeah. as the receivers there, and Duke Johnson in the backfield, you know, 
It's, it's nothing super exciting, but neither is the Colts offense. So <laughs> Absolutely not. My final pick of the week, uh, I'm going with a huge underdog in this spot. I'm going to take the Broncos plus 14.5 against the Chiefs. Uh, big letdown spot for Kansas City. Coming off the huge win against Tampa. Uh, ended up being hard fought at the end. Uh, you know, that was a big game for them. They were People talked about it being a potential Super Bowl preview and all this stuff. Um, yeah. You know, Kansas City is going to come into this game against the Broncos. Everybody's looking at the Broncos and laughing last week because they have no quarterbacks in the room. You know that they're going to rally around that as a team and say... All these people are writing us off and saying that we're garbage because this happened. This could have happened to anyone. That's going to be their argument. That's going to be their rallying cry amongst each other. Um, you know, the same thing that Tennessee did when they had the COVID outbreak and the yeah. Bills game got delayed, and they came out and and, and just charged over the Bills. Um, I think that this Broncos situation, I don't think they're necessarily going to win the football game, sure. but I think more than two touchdowns is more than enough for me to take the Broncos. Yeah. Plus the fourteen and a half. Yeah, and I would shop around for that because you. Could, I was just looking at it. You can get anywhere from thirteen and a half to fourteen and a half. Yeah. So you may want to look around if you use different books to make sure you're getting that best number because fourteen and a half is a lot different than thirteen and a half. It sure is. Yeah. <laughs> that's a big. That, that's, that's a big it, point. That's what enticed me yeah. when I saw it over fourteen. I was I was very excited. So, um, I think that'll wrap it for the week. That's huh, it. We do have a bit of news. Yeah, so we will be making some some structural changes with the podcast moving forward. Um, We're going to go back to adding in a little bit more content to each episode. Yeah, as as sports is coming back, obviously football's been it really for a while since baseball kind of finished their season. Basketball's around the corner. We're actually, what, nine days away from preseason starting for the NBA. NHL starts at the end of the month. Um, So... We're going to get back to covering more sports and having more than just the picked portion of the show. Um, I know Kevin and I are super excited about that. Absolutely. So expect some longer episodes again um, where you can pick through the content. I'll try and earmark some of the spots um, in the description uh, talking about like where we talked about each, each item. Um, so hopefully we can... Uh, It'll allow you to kind of pick through the episode. If you're not a big NBA guy, that's all right. Skip over the NBA part of the episode. Go and listen to our NFL talk. And, uh, you know, as we move into January, you'll start to hear some of our evaluation process for the draft. That's, yes. that's uh, you know, I think it's my favorite part of the year. Yeah. Uh, when we start doing that, we get into NFL playoffs, and then the college football wraps up, and you start watching film on college players and, you know, talking about who is going to be – in your top 10 at what positions and um you know we'll go through that list again those were some of my favorite episodes to record last season yeah um is really when we yeah. when we were going through those all culminating with our live mock draft like last year which yeah. was a lot of fun and our first real live youtube broadcast our facebook and youtube kind of broadcast so that was so much fun for me i i think that that's uh the part of the year that i look forward to most so yeah um can't wait to, to kind of get back to that stuff starting next week. So, you know, we'll probably do 90 minutes next week or something And as we do our NBA preview. And we'll talk a little bit about, uh, and I think, you know, Tom and I will decide this week, but probably like Eastern Conference preview, Western Conference preview, and then, um, you know, season predictions um, over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, absolutely. 
So excited to talk about it, excited to talk about the rookies, the NBA draft, all that stuff um, for any of you basketball fans out there. Um, until next time, looking forward to you guys coming back to some of our old style episodes. All right. All right, see ya. See ya.